Welcome back to the Monica Matthews Show. Life, love, and liberty. Happy hump day, America. That's right. Today is the, what day are we on? (laughs) The 12th day of January, 2022. 12 days into this sucker, and wow. Fauci's being thrown to the dinosaurs. Kind of feel like we're watching uh, Jurassic Park unfold, right? The best thing you can do is get out of the park. (laughs) <laughs> or at the very least, get in your get in your vehicle and take cover. Uh, and I actually mean that in every sense of the word. Uh, you know, do what you can in your respective home, community, uh, county, all that good stuff. And, you know, prepare. Prepare for anything, to be quite honest with you. I mean, the world is, cl- is clearly an upheaval. Uh, you know, it, it's a mess. It is an absolute mess. Apparently, speaking of messes, Ray Epps, this illustrious, elusive uh, Ray Epps, you know, the FBI agent that never was and still is. Who knows? Um, You know, he's just been let off the hook for inciting everyone go to the Capitol, go into the Capitol. Pretty sure that's the, you know, let's read the riot act with regard to Ray Epps, right? But according to uh, Cuck Extraordinaire, sorry, but it's just true. If you don't know what a cuck is, then you should go figure that out. And um, But it's, you know, it's true. Some people are just completely positively useless other than arm candy for very nefarious forces. They have no use whatsoever. They're so weak that they're the ones the Bible talks about are are not going to make it, right? Those are the effeminate ones. That's how I see Adam Kinzinger, <laughs> the Republican that never was. He is the, the politically effeminate one who is positively useless, almost as useless as Liz Cheney, at least for Republicans, right? You could also throw McCarthy into that. You could throw a lot of them into that. But Adam is particularly defensive uh, of Ray Epps. Well, you know, we met, we just believed him, and, and it's he's good to go. Okay, well, what about all the other, you know, the seven, what are we, over 700 people have been charged, which I'm, I mean, that's coming out of the FBI, which is uh, not, that has not been reported uh, as you could see during the hearing yesterday with uh, Ted Cruz and others grilling the FBI, um, not many things were really answered because they're not at liberty to say whether or not they were involved. So what does that tell you? Not to mention, you know, two plus two, again, 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 I'm going to keep saying this, two plus two really is four. So I want to encourage you to trust yourself, trust your eyes. Trust your ears. One of the ways you can do that is by building a consistent relationship and follows with folks who you've come to know to trust. I would like to think I'm one of them. So thank you. If you're listening to this podcast, that means that you have decided 
that I am someone you can trust your ears, your eyes, your mind, and your heart with. And that is not lost on me. Trust me, it means a lot to me. Thank you. And thank you for those of you who have been contributing to my work on my website, as well as hitting that uh, tip button at the top of my Twitter page. Um, all of that comes directly to me. It's not going to WinRed or or any other source. I'm not funded by uh, corporate sources of that nature. So your funding is, you know, is, is going to get me through. So thank you very much. Um, and again, you know, I'm not, I do not have sponsors ad nauseum so that I'm beholden to a particular, uh, narrative that, that has never been, uh, who I am, which I'll be quite honest with you, which has been why it's been a little hard to secure some of the bigger sponsorships because, um, I'm not going to, I mean, I may as well go work for Fox news if I'm going to allow someone to tell me what I can and can't talk about. And either I represent your product or I don't. And if I don't, that's fine. And so, but if I do, I'm going to do it and do it really well, right? And so I represent you. I represent you, my listener, my follower, uh, legal voter and taxpayer, um, people who, you know, love this country. Most of you love God. And if you don't, you're on your way. You know, it's all good. We're all at some stage or the other of this thing called life and our spiritual journey. And uh, so you're all welcome here, right? And even people who don't agree with me, welcome. Uh, but you have to start developing relationships with people you trust. And whenever you get into my spaces on Twitter, you know for sure you can trust the people I trust. And if you can't, I'll tell you. If for, if for whatever reason someone is found out in my circles to be someone that uh, that you cannot trust... I will let you know. I'll start with me, right? And I'll let you know that this is someone who has um, who has defiled my trust and violated my trust. And when that happens, you can make your own decision. But generally speaking, you know, there are people, I have people in every, in every genre of life you can imagine, in every industry, uh, your national security apparatus, you name it, uh, you know, again, every industry. And, and something I wanted to talk about today um, in rebuilding your trust to trust your own psyche, to trust your discernment. If you are a Christian, some of you are very dull. I have been there myself and whether or not I'm actually hearing the voice of God right? Because these are very trying times and there's a lot of information coming at you at one time. And it seems as though everyone is a proficient liar. <laughs> and so institutions we have trusted for our entire lives, multiple generations, particularly in the way of medicine, have completely and utterly failed us. They have been, I mean, God has legitimately through this crazy man-made virus gone through medicine like a wrecking ball like he showed up and and has single-handedly torn down the altar of medicine in one full swoop and you know as well as i do as americans we are very sick we're a very sick country we're not a healthy country i mean you know 60 percent of the country's obese if not more i mean that's that's that right that is not good and our diets are crap compared to you know some nations that we would consider third world nations 
right? We consider ourselves so, so uh, civilized, right? We're just so civilized. But more people die from C. diff in this country than you could shake a stick at. And that is something that people drinking out of, you know, uh, mosquito-infested, amoeba-infested waters in India uh, are not dying from at the rate that this country is by going into what's supposed to be a sanitized environment in the way of a hospital. But see, no one talks about that. You don't want to talk about that. Right. Didn't you ever find, didn't, didn't you find it curious prior to COVID that like grandpa or grandma or aunt Susie and them would get, would, you know, they'd have hip replacement. Right. And then they just never come home or they fell. Right. And next thing you know, it's one infection after another. Well, how do you think that happened? Do you think the body just miraculously develops an infection because it's in a hospital? No, <laughs> that's not how that works. So, but we don't want to face the truth of our medical system and just how nasty, filthy, dirty most of our hospitals are. And you know what? If you're a healthcare professional, you know I'm telling the truth. And it's a good thing I got out of medicine when I did because I would have made an amazing uh, uh, compliance director particularly around germ I'm not a germaphobe by any stroke of the imagination but when I when I'm handling you know chicken pork uh, raw meats of any kind you're not going to see me in my kitchen without some kind of a uh, bleach wipe or something right behind me like I'm very cognizant of bacteria uh, viruses you know things of that nature so it, it's because they are alive <laughs> and that's kind of just like basic culinary info 101. And so it should be the same in our healthcare institutions, but it's not. But I'll tell you what's really crazy <laughs> is that they've got you believing that your masks are doing anything but causing mouth fungus, face funguses, mass psychosis in your kids around face masks. I mean, it. we have literally gone off the deep end. And I had lunch today with a dear friend of mine who was in the healthcare industry. He was telling me about dental hygienists, uh, den actually a pulmonologist who came into his practice who was trying to educate his employer, who is a physician and who's been a top physician, like a chief surgeon for, for, for decades, right? Who now cannot, who's like 500,000 jabs and, and boosters and boosters upon boosters and who has had COVID, of course, and who cannot shake this, uh, incessant coughing, right? And so this pulmonologist comes in as a patient to see this physician for a, a particular service and, and my friend is in the room and, and the pulmonologist is like, how long have you had that cough? And the doctor tells him, and then he's like, have you had COVID? He says, yes, I tested positive, but I've also been vaxxed and boosted and blah, blah, blah. And he goes, well, you probably should remove your face. How often do you wear your face mask? And he told him, and he's like, well, here's what we're seeing. When we see patients who come in, this is a pulmonologist. For those of you who don't know what a pulmonologist is, they take care of your lungs. Anything to do with your breathing apparatus in your body, that's a pulmonologist, right? So this guy's like, hey, dude, like I'm a respected pulmonologist, and I'm just telling you what we are seeing from this mass psychosis around masks and people wearing them nonstop. 
uh, we see this, this nagging cough that people cannot get rid of because you're keeping bacteria around through the use of the mask. And surprise, you're not getting the levels of oxygen that you need in order to breathe efficiently. Shocker, I know, right? But this doctor, so smart, the one who's coughing incessantly, right? This this tells you the level of psychosis and arrogance that some of our medical practitioners suffer with. Completely deluded. He looks at the pulmonologist and he's like, no, nah, I'm good. I, I don't buy into all of that. I'm sorry, what? What? So you have a pulmonologist. Again, his area of expertise is with regard to your lungs, those things that cause you to breathe, right? And when you're coughing, it affects your what? That's right, boys and girls, your lungs. But this doctor thinks that he knows it all. So, so the pulmonologist goes on to say, yeah, you know, we're, we're also kind of in a practice and surrounded by in, in our medical complex around dentists. And something that the dentists are seeing um, is gum disease like gross, nasty uh, deterioration in the mouth of teeth. You're talking about tooth decay um, and what they've associated it with, again, bacteria growth by virtue of mass. Now, I want to ask you something. What do you think is going on in the mouths of your children? I just want you to think about that. And see, most of you have complied because you feel like you have to. And now, but there are others of us out here who have been screaming from the rooftops to not comply ever under any circumstance, even if you have to remove your kid. The health issues that our society is starting to see by virtue of the mass. I don't know if you've seen thrush, the pictures of, of the bacteria and overgrowth of yeast on people's faces that are manifesting because of bacteria that's trapped in these masks. And people do not use the masks properly to begin with, which really does uh, thwart the efficacy of the mask. I mean, any dum-dum knows that, right? And so you look how people wear their mask. Once it's down over your chin and then you bring it back on top of your nose, whatever has been around your mouth or on your chin is now, you are now inhaling that. I mean, just stupid, super stupid science, right? Does, requires literally the education of an orangutan. I mean, orangutans are likely smarter than we have become around this entire COVID ridiculousness. And it doesn't look like people are getting tired of it en masse. If anything, they're becoming more psychologically sick. So while people are telling you that there are more of us than there are of them, I want you to start shifting that mindset because that's not true. It's not true. If you look at the majority of people in your city, depending upon where you live, if you're in Florida, eh, there's probably more sane people than not whenever it comes to this virus, right? And the precautions that people are taking. But if you're not in Florida, let's say you're in Pennsylvania, Georgia, oh my gosh, right here in the city of Atlanta, you will still see people driving in their cars with their masks. It's unbelievable. And if you're not, if you're one of the few not wearing your mask, 
then you get the great stare down. You know, I'm I'm always waiting for that for that uh, confrontation in my local grocery store. Um, you know, now you see all the little Pris pots who have been vaccinated running around as if, well, I you know I'm vaccinated. I don't have to wear my mask, and I'm thinking, okay, well. Clearly, you still don't understand anything about this virus. Uh, but I, I want to encourage you to start considering that we, whatever that means, people who are not confronted with any level of psychosis around this around this virus and the ridiculous fake science that people are pushing on others and practices, uh, we are becoming the minority rapidly. And your children are going to be so adversely affected by this, you're going to have to undo this for a couple of years to come, especially if they're still in school wearing masks all day. I mean, I, I don't I don't know how you do it. I'll be honest with you. I don't have a grade school kid, thank God, or a grade school grandkid, super thank God. And so I, I don't have to contend with this. But I tell you what, I see your little babies in face masks, and it just makes me, it makes my skin crawl. Because of the psychology that's going into that, right? And the things, quite honestly, that they're being robbed of as kids. And they just are. To me, it's extremely abusive. Not to mention some of the measures that your schools are taking. And some of you think it's only private, I mean, public school, but it's not. And because some of these schools are private that are cracking down on parents, you don't care. Because there's a little part of you that is a slightly jealous that other people are going to private school and that they have the money to pay for that. And you'd be surprised how many people actually don't have the money to pay for it. But the school has things like uh, grants or scholarships, right? A lot of private schools are set up that way. But some of you are so jealous and riddled with covetousness and comparison and envy and hate that you never take the time to seek out opportunities for your own kids because it's easier to sit in your little crappy public school and bitch about how awful it is. Yep, I said it. And you know some people I'm talking about. It might not be you, but it's not you, but it's probably other people around you. And I hear from you, and I hear you in my spaces. I hear you in others' spaces who are, you know, I hear you guys come up and talk about, well, you know, it's private school, and they have a choice. Well, if more of you would start pushing for school choice, you too would have a choice. Right? But some of you are just as bad as Democrats with regard to school choice. Now you're starting to see, though, the repercussions of CRT, and now you're exercising your voices. Right? Even, even <laughs> at the prospect of ending up on an FBI watch list, which I have several friends who have, to be quite honest with you, in the Atlanta School District, who are private school uh, participants who pay close to $35,000 a year for their kids to go to school only for their parents to end up on an FBI watch list. Now you go do the math. And their kids are still wearing masks. And they're being separated at lunch. And you're not allowed to post anything online that's contrary to support, support, support for said private school. It is absolute insanity. And you all should be standing against it ardently. And how's, what's another way you can do that? So I've also been seeing tweets lately about various businesses in different cities who will remind you prior to your uh, event or dining, right? Uh, hey, don't forget, you got to have a COVID vaccine uh, identification card in order to enter our premises. <coughs> Excuse me. And so I want to encourage you to start to make a public spectacle of these companies. I want to see them on Twitter. 
or if you're on still on, on the spy book, I want you to post all this stuff on Facebook and tag these these businesses these little outing places, uh, tag every single business that requires you to have a COVID vaccine passport because some of you need to start um, engaging in lawfare around this. And I would personally love to see these people go out of business. And that's usually not my style, I'll be honest with you. You know, I'm basically, leave me alone, I'll leave you alone. But as soon as you start encroaching in a grotesque, gruesome fashion... I mean, it is literally no different than any other level of discrimination against uh, for medical purposes that is completely against the law. And they do it because you let them get away with it because you continue to patronize their businesses. So I'm going to encourage you to start a shaming campaign around these companies and these restaurants and theaters and whatever else you're into um, that forces you to show up with something that is completely illegal, completely illegal. I want you to start showing up en masse with online I'm not, and hey, if you want to show up in front of the business and pick it and, and, you know, peacefully assemble and, uh, it'd be like, Hey man, this is in highlight video, it showcase it all over social media. So we all know where we don't want to take our business, then get busy. Again, I'm not calling you to any kind of violence, anything stupid or being retarded. That is not what my show is about. But as far as you standing, you know, in your, in your proper place outside of a business, um, and if that's too much and too dangerous and is going to put you on another FBI watch list, then start making notations, take pictures of the business and start an online campaign and start giving, go directly to all their little, uh, scorecard places. And you want to see some things start to hit the toilet. You are rapidly becoming the minority. I'm just telling you that because Americans are in, inherently lazy. They don't want to forego the the comforts, the entertainment, the, you know, all the lovely little things, our sports and entertainment, all those things. We don't, and eating out and being foodies, even though we are the most obese nation on the planet, you know, people don't want to forego eating out. And so you honestly think that they're going to stop patronizing over a vaccine card. And maybe there are actually people who don't agree with everyone needing to be vaccinated, but because they are vaccinated, excuse me, they're going to go get their little card. And uh, more and more of them are getting a card and showing up with a card. So you want to start bankrupting these businesses that are agreeing with this, with these illegal measures. I'm going to encourage you to do it online. It's probably not the most expedient thing you can do uh, by showing up at someone's place of business and just causing a ruckus. You know, it'll just turn into a mess. So don't do that. You have much more power online. So I want to encourage you to start thinking in those terms because you are, in fact, rapidly becoming the minority, whether you want to believe that or not. So think about that. Your dental hygiene I mean, what goes on in your mouth goes on in your body. There's all kinds of evidence that points to that. Most people do not realize how important their oral care is, and so they do not uh, pay attention to it. I have to tell you, I'm, I'm slightly disappointed with old Franklin, Franklin Graham, right? And so, and I've always loved the Graham 
dynasty, if you will, uh, the Graham family, you know, for obvious reasons. Um, and I don't really know what his involvement was. Papa Graham with the CIA and all these guys. Everybody's involved with the CIA, for God's sakes. Everyone is, has one leg in and one leg out of the CIA, apparently. And so what a, what a what an infiltrator that agency is. Oh, my goodness. I mean, that is legitimately the fourth branch of government. You have to know that. I mean, you just do. If you don't, you're being naive. And it's not just them. It's just what the whole, that whole cabal represents and, and, and people who are associated with it. Not everyone in the CIA is awful. Uh, and I'm not saying the CIA hasn't done some really cool things for our country, but I'm saying that as of right now, as you can see, if you have eyes to see and ears to hear, you do know that there are um, hmm, a number of scratch-your-head things where we're going, hmm. okay, well, there's no way that could have been pulled off without this in place. So, you know, again, two plus two is four, right? Not everything is a theory. <laughs> some things really are uh, th- something that's been conspired with others. So I'm curious about old Franklin, right? So as I understand it, he gets up on video and says that Jesus would have taken the vaccination. Yep, because Jesus loves his neighbor. He loves us that much that he would have taken the vaccination. Now, I don't know what Bible Franklin's reading from, but I'm just going to leave you with this. Okay? Jesus was and is the cure for literally every disease, whether organic or man-made, that will, that has, or will ever be. He is the cure. Right? So when people try to guilt you or shame you or Jesus juke you into a jab, I just need you. Again, I'm going to encourage you to get into your Bibles and start reading for yourself. Do you understand that it is really hard for people who have a plumb line of faith to be tossed to and fro? By every wind of doctrine. So whether there's a giant orgy of psychological warfare occurring in the earth, it won't matter. It won't matter to the person of faith who actually has a plumb line of faith and a true north in their compass and what's really going on and what really matters. What really matters. I'm also going to encourage you to pay attention to your state legislatures. Again, I cannot stress this enough. This is where everything is going down. Everything, whether it's uh, people sneaking in uh, more mandates in the middle of the night, more emergency powers in the middle of the night. These, this is the place you need to be paying attention is in your state legislatures. I had someone come on uh, not long ago who was saying, hey, um, you, you guys in your states need to, well, John came on last uh, Friday. Go back and listen to that show again if you've missed it. Great pointers about how you can start taking your states back with regard to illegal immigrants and then being dumped off in your respective states. You can get with driver's license agencies, again, your state, your state legislatures. There are ways that you can shut off the, the quote, uh, proverbial blood supply to illegal aliens that the, the Democrats have rolled out the red carpet to these guys through funding in different agencies and state agencies. And but you, you have authority over that in your respective state. Start paying attention to your budgets. Start um, 
paying attention to who's making decisions around exactly what illegal immigrants are receiving. So if you want to take things back, get your eyes off the feds and get your eyes back into your state legislatures, into your own agencies and people who are sitting there with their hands out. That is very important. You know, backing up to this whole COVID uh, ID card, right, scenario that's going on around the country, uh, whether it's Jersey, D.C., you've got Washington State threatening to set up internment camps for those who are unvaccinated. I'm not kidding. Um and I have covered that on this show. Don't you think it's a little curious that, you know, you've got Biden and Harris showing up in Georgia. How funny is that to preach to us? And then you've got Brian Kemp, super duper funny pot kettle black, uh, you know, demanding or, or joking about how, you know, how the irony of those two showing up to talk about voter integrity Right. And I'm thinking, wow, all three of you should just join hands on seeing political kumbaya with regard to election integrity. So what a farce. Give us an election integrity break. So here they are in the state of Georgia talking about, oh, they're making it so hard for the poor people and the people who can't get IDs and it's, it's voter suppression for the poor, ignorant black folks who don't know how to go get a driver's license or have any kind of state ID because they're just too dumb. If you're listening to Democrats, that's what they are saying. Yet, yet. These same black folks are smart enough to procure a COVID identification card that they've been vaccinated. Somehow, that's not the same level of discrimination against people who aren't vaccinated. The hypocrisy, excuse me, in the, I'm still getting over my crud. The hypocrisy is astounding and it really is enough. It's mind numbing. It can also be very spirit numbing for most people. Um, but I, you know, it, it's, it is, but it's not going to get better. I need you to make peace with that. I need you to understand that. Excuse me. <clears throat> it is not going to get better. It's just not. And I'm going to tell you how I know that because a day before you know, recognizing human trafficking, right? You're talking about um, uh, a day that we uh, celebrate uh, honoring, rather, um, you know, uh, awareness of, of, of human trafficking across the nation. You have, <laughs> and you got to love it because it's out of USA Today, but they run an article, and, and this is how I'm telling you it's not going to get better. Like, you need to prepare for the fact that this country is not getting better. It may get better at some point, but it has not completely fallen into the level of debauchery that's coming. I'm just telling you, I feel it in my spirit. It's what I discern. It is what it is. And so you guys need to be super clear about your communities, about how you're going to live. And Marjorie Taylor Greene is not too far off the mark whenever she starts talking about a national divorce. And I know that makes some of you squirm and whatever. Squirm if you need to, but they're coming for your kids. And you know how I know? Because this has been building for the past six months. This, this, I'm attracted to children's BS. 
I mean, unbelievable. Just because you're a pedophile doesn't mean you're a pedophile, right? According to USA Today. Just because you're an adult with an attraction to minors. I mean, that doesn't mean you're a pedophile as long as you don't act on it. Really? You know what's interesting about that is that <clears throat> I could apply that USA Today logic, really the LGBTQUXYWZ, all that stuff, uh, corporate cabal, I could apply their logic to what Christ said whenever he said, you know, some people are like, well, I don't even look at women because Jesus said, if you look at a woman, then you've committed adultery. And I'm like, golly, really guys, y'all are worse than Eve talking about, well, he told us we couldn't even look at it. We couldn't touch it, taste it, see it, sniff it, nothing. And Satan's like, did he really say that? And the truth is, no, God did not say that. He said, do not eat. He didn't say, don't even touch it. He just said, don't eat it, right? It's like a game of telephone. And Eve's like, yeah, but, right? And then the enemy's right there to be like, yeah, is that what God said, Eve? Yeah, he told you not to even sniff it. And here and then she's like super pissed because she's like, yeah, he told me I couldn't even smell it. Total lie, not even true at all. So super easy to hook somebody, right? So men who are like, well, Jesus said, I can't even look at a woman uh, or I've committed adultery. I'm like, no, 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 that is not what he said. He said, if you look at a woman with lust in your heart, you have already committed adultery. That's what he said. And so for you, and if you've got a lust issue, that is something, I'll be quite honest with you, that really is something that only you and God can work out. Seriously. And so I liken it to, you know, Jesus is like, if you even look at her with lust in your heart, okay, you're an adulterer. Well, guess what, folks? If I'm going to apply that scriptural knowledge to this worldly demonic crap coming out of the USA Today and the LGBTQ trans corporate mafia, then I'm telling you now, if you look at a child with lust, whether you ever touch that child or not, you are a pedophile. Now that's according to the word of God. I'm just telling you, and I'm not here to shame people, you know, who struggle with pedophilia in their heart. That's not what I'm here to do. I'm suggesting you go get some help and you get some serious spiritual deliverance and go get yourself some mental health help as well. That's what I'm here to suggest. But this whole brouhaha of we're supposed to hold hands with pedophiles and just welcome them into the social circle. Before you know it, they're going to be a protected class. And y'all think I'm kidding. And you know I'm not. And you know I'm right. They're going to become a protected class. And for you pastors who have already kowtowed to the powers that be to hold on to your little crappy sanctimonious 501c3s, the first people they're going to come for are your church nurseries. Yep. And if you try to fire somebody or otherwise not hire someone who has an attraction to minors, but they may never act on it or they haven't act on it, acted on it until that point. You know, it's kind of like you hiring an alcoholic to, to manage your bar. 
and expecting that alcoholic not to drink and not to drink you out of business on top of that. So it's like, again, two plus two is four. Really simple stuff. Doesn't have to be super holy, sanctimony, highbrow that you can't understand it, theological, you know, the patriarchy, whatever. No, this is simple stuff. Two plus two is four. If someone's lusting after your child, they're a pedophile. So guess who has the authority and the power for now? While this thing is trying to rage its way through various legislatures through the country, who holds the power? You do. Who needs to be creating legislation that never, that, that circumvents this? right? And, and believe me, you, here's the thing. You already have legislation. See, this is why it's like when people start talking about, we just need to create more laws. I'm like, well, funny thing. The left already uses the laws against you. And they abuse the law and completely bypass the law, which is what we've seen happen in my own state with regard to our own election laws. So when people are like, election integrity, Georgia has these wonderful election election integrity laws in place. I'm like, oh, wow, how amazing. We've always had election integrity laws. It's just a damn shame nobody ever abided by them. Not for 2020. But no one talks about that. Because everyone has an agenda. And anyone who has been heavily involved in politics in this state, particularly in the GOP, I'm just going to stick with GOP because I can't speak to the DNC. I know they're super busy, but I will speak to the GOP. Um, They are super busy trying to keep Trump out of office. Just telling you, the establishment does not want him ever to be seated in that Oval Office ever again. And I'm going to tell you, I I think uh, by and large, it's because people know their gig will be up. And just like you see old Fauci getting dressed with all of the sins of others that he's agreed with, hanging around his neck, getting ready to be sent out to the desert. Some of you don't think that's going to happen. I absolutely believe that is what he is being set up for. Without a shadow of a doubt. And I don't have any inside information to that effect at all. That is pure discernment that he is positively being set up to be the scapegoat for not just one entity, but most of them. He's the face. So I want to encourage you, pay attention to what's happening. Get together as church leaders, as lay people, as whatever. Create the communities you're going to need moving forward. This country is not getting better. Now, I know President Trump has promised you all that our best days are ahead of us, and they may, in fact, be ahead of us. But if you think that we're going to bypass the valley of the shadow of death, you are sadly mistaken. And I say that with all the love I got in my little heart. Okay. (sighs) All right. I'm done. I love you guys. Thanks for joining me. Sign up for my newsletters, MonicaMatthews.com. And uh, thank you for turning my show on to other people. I'm still working on that Bible study. I promise, I promise, I promise. And I've got a lot of other things I'm working on too, which are very exciting and glory to God. All right, uh, until tomorrow, be good to your neighbor beginning in your own mirror. And remember, if you're an American, act like one. 